Oh my word. So yes, Halloween. Also yes, it in is. theological circles known as All Saints Day. Happy All Saints Day. Happy All Saints Day. What did I just do? Okay. I have a bunch of notes. I have like a tablet, my laptop, my phone. It's like I'm um like I'm on a spotlight team or something. <laughs> <laughs> freaking katie couric over here yeah like okay <laughs> let's see this news just coming in yeah uh, breaking news hold on you, hold on Let as you press your hand monitor. to your ear to, <laughs> to listen it's, in a little better <laughs> it's just nonsense <laughs> yes. utter, utter and complete nonsense yes yeah pretty much <laughs> <laughs> i mean you know at the end of the day right Oh, that is terrific. Um, how was your Halloween? It was good. I spent my Halloween, of course, working. Mm-hmm. And also, um, at the at nighttime, I did a trunk or treat. Oh, fun. Uh, at my friend's um, neighborhood. Your littlest and- friend's? My littlest friends that got me, <laughs> talked about who got me so sick. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I um, went to their hood, and um, they went around with their parents into the haunted house and collecting all of their candy and being um, oohed and odd at because they're sure. adorable and little. And um, then they sat in um, the trunk of the car <laughs> behind uh-huh. the candy, uh-huh. <laughs> and then they passed out candy as and. Um, treats as well Very which was sweet. hilarious to watch because baby girl didn't want to get too close to some people and so some people um, got candy that she kind of stretched her hands out and kind of turned her body away from them mm, uh-huh. and some she just kind of th- tossed <laughs> at them <laughs> so, or threw it or, yeah, see, I'm trying to, like, be nice. No, um, but she yeah. threw candy at people. Tell she, the truth. She threw candy at people uh, <laughs> because she didn't want to get Stop trying to make little. it cute. Yeah, I was like, because you sound little. But, yeah, she threw candy at them. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not mm-hmm. getting close to you. Like, mm, here, here you go. So, yeah, that's what she did. So that was fun times with them because they are always a big hoot. And I haven't seen them in a while because I've been sick. Thanks so, to yeah, them. So, thanks to them. Yes. But yeah, I am 
Um, what were they look. dressed as? Did you, did you say what their costumes were? Oh, no. Um, Baby Boy was dressed as Daniel the Tiger, which is a thing, and everybody knew who he was. And From she Mr. Was... Rogers? Yes. Uh-huh. And he and she was um, a skeleton. Okay. That's, that's, <laughs> you know what? That is... From what I understand and what I've heard, that sounds apropos. <laughs> yeah, because she's a little teddy bear and she's no right. nonsense. Mm-hmm. And um, she, yeah, it was basically like a little shirt and um, some little pants. And it was like glow in the dark, too. So it was of cute. Of course. Very cute. And um, she had, a, of course, had on her little headband because she needed something on her head because he had a hat. So Of course. Yes. She's like, hat. Yeah. Yeah, so. She wanted a hat too, so she had her little headband and she was somewhat pleased. So. But yeah, so that's my. As pleased as she gets. As pleased as she gets, yeah. So, um... <laughs> she gets very pleased sometimes, but you never know what it's gonna. You never know what it's gonna <laughs> she be. That's very pleased. Sometimes. Yeah, but you never know. The funniest things oh. like make her so happy. So you never know. Like that's hysterical. Oh my god, I love. It's so funny how like little people have such defined personality so yeah very early um, yeah it's like where did that okay sure mm-hmm. okay you are sure about you know yourself so mm-hmm. there you go all right yeah. so yeah and um yeah so thank you for everyone for helping me assemble treats because i had like little <laughs> cute little treat bags i got you know um you know, like some props for them being uh, so cute. Thank you, Amazon. Mm. And um, thank you, know, you like, Amazon. Yeah, thank you, Amazon. Stickers, um, little stamps. Kids love little stamps, and you know, candy, um, candy roll ups, that sort of stuff. And also some pretzels. You know, for the little ones who you know, some parents didn't really want them to have candy. So yeah, for the babies. Mm. For the so, little babies. All right. For the little babies. So cute. And we got back in the house, um, baby girl, like, you know, we we're still, like, getting stuff out of the car and putting it together. All of a sudden, she was on the floor of the kitchen, like, had unwrapped a Hershey bar and was, like, stuffing it in her mouth. Like, we're like, what is happening? Oh, she did not waste any time. <laughs> we're like, what? Oh, my God. How did you get that open so fast and, like. Yeah, it was like, mm, break it up. Mm, yeah, in my mouth. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, they are not child resistant, those rappers. So, no, there was like, who opened it for her? It was like, no one opened it. Nobody for needs her. to open it for her. It's not a bottle of pills. <laughs> There's no child safety lock in <laughs> There really isn't. That's the whole point. Oh, my word. That is really How funny. about you? Uh, well, I didn't do anything for Halloween per se. I have the most boring neighborhood because it's, and I, I've mentioned this before to you, it makes me so mad because I feel like, you know, we, it's a really nice gated community. There's lots of little families that live here, you know, kids, school age kids. And I've been here going on 10 years and they do oh not. Oh my God. I can't believe it's been that long. I know. Isn't that crazy? It'll be 10 years in May. Um, oh, wow. I know. Um, but I've been here going on 10 years and n- never have they ever trick or treated. Um, people go elsewhere to trick or treat. And I just, what I don't get is 
And I, so, okay, I'm clearly not a parent, but I feel like if I was a parent, I would want to be able to just walk out my front door, go to every building in this neighborhood, which there's plenty, like there's, you could make out like a bandit if, you know, and Mm -hmm. people, and I know people would give out candy and um, I would want to go out my front door, just walk our entire neighborhood and I have to get in the car and I have to go find parking, I have to whatever, and then come right back full circle because it's basically, you know, it's all loopy, but it's basically one whole lap. You could do like the whole neighborhood in a lap and come right back home and then give out candy and be done. Like, I don't get why they don't trick or treat in here. Plus, and you know, you're getting it like from your own, like people in the neighborhood. Like it's not, you're not going some strange place and randomly, you know, random houses, people that you don't know, like it's all people that you see all the time. So I don't get it. I don't know why they don't trick or treat here. Last year, I was a little more hopeful because I thought, um, well, not I thought, I saw that people were like putting out pumpkins and you know, whatever. So I was like, okay, like maybe we're like doing it this year. So last year, I like dressed up the dog, got the cat an outfit that she wouldn't wear, put out a pumpkin. (laughs) You know, I got a bowl of candy, crickets, nothing, nobody, not a single solitary, not even like a teenager looking to like score some candy, nobody. So I was like, okay, so I ended up taking all that candy to work because clearly it can't just sit in my house. Um, And I was like, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm not doing that again, Um, which was fine because again, no one comes by. So that is my like rant and rave that I have every year here I don't understand it um and so um so yeah we just um the dog the cat and I had a quiet evening at home actually we watched The Shining okay um which I've seen before but I hadn't seen in a long time and um since it was you know it's just randomly on Netflix I guess for October or whatever um so I um, was like, oh, I'll watch The Shining. And it is just as terrifying and disturbing <laughs> the third time around than it was the first two times. It is the craziest movie. Mm. Um, and um, yeah. And what's funny is what I didn't realize is there's all these memes that I had, like, I knew, were, like, I guess I like kind of knew were associated with The Shining, like scenes from The Shining, but like, mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily like I like I would kept like I just hadn't totally put it together so I was like oh right that's that meme and oh right that's that meme (laughs) oh goodness it's so funny I was like I don't know why I've never put it together before but um I don't think I've ever really watched the movie since all these memes have become like more of a popular thing like all the gifts and stuff so anyway so we watched The Shining that was fun and disturbing and um that was it i mean it was pretty like i said pretty chill i I would rather give out candy to cute children and admire their costumes but alas that was not to be oh my gosh so there you have it okie dokie yeah and a trunk or treat would be fun too because we have all the parking out front i mean it's the best thing ever it's so fun, yeah. So, no. Boo. Just boo. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's get this going. Let's get this party started. All right. So, a couple of, uh, for Newsworthy, two stories. They both just, uh, you know, things that 
everyone's been talking about. So we'll just discuss them. Um, starting with, um, so I have two new, two versions of the story. <clears throat> um, one from Politico um, from a, a two days ago. Can Trump revoke birthright citizenship? Nearly all on left and right say no. And then there's a little follow-up story from today by Kate Smith at CBS News. It says, births to undocumented immigrant parents in the U.S. fall to the lowest since 2000, a new report shows. So um, let's start with the issue at hand. So it says, President Donald Trump's proposal, this is out of the political article, um, proposal to use an executive order to deny birthright citizenship citizenship to babies born in the U.S. to non-citizens and undocumented immigrants has virtually no support from legal experts across the political spectrum. The 14th Amendment of the Constitution states, quote, all persons born or naturalized in the United States and subject to the jurisdiction thereof are citizens of the United States and of the state wherein they reside. A small group of mostly uh, conservative legal scholars argue that Congress could revoke so-called birthright citizenship for undocumented immigrants. But Trump argued in an interview with Axios that he could revoke it by executive order. Court decisions dating back to the late 1800s affirm the citizenship rights of children born to immigrants, which would make it even harder to enforce such an executive order. Nearly all legal experts accept that the amendment applies to nearly all children born on U.S. soil, according to Josh Blackman, a conservative constitutional law professor at the South Texas College of Law in Houston. This is not... This is him speaking, Mr. Blackman. This is not an issue where there's a lot of disagreement. If Trump issues an executive order, someone will challenge it in five seconds. Right. So <clears throat> the executive order thing seems just like, of course, it can't be done by executive order. So um, a small contingent of legal scholars contend that the 14th Amendment phrase, quote, subject to the jurisdiction thereof, allows Congress to pass a law to rescind or restrict birthright citizenship, I don't know why I can't say that word today, um, or allows courts to clarify the amendment's scope. According to one argument, which most legal experts reject, the quote jurisdiction phrase excludes non-citizens because they can't vote, serve on juries, or be tried for treason. Which, I don't see what that has to do with. No, I don't see what that has to do with, with what they're saying. Right, yeah, because the thing is the, the, <clears throat> the person who was born here. So, like, you know, like this, I, so I don't know. Okay. Right. Uh, but even backers of these approaches typically dismiss the idea that birthright citizenship can be eliminated by presidential fiat. Uh, Roger Smith, who is a left-leaning University of Pennsylvania political science professor specializing in constitutional law, <clears throat> argued that the Constitution doesn't require that birthright citizenship be extended to undocumented individuals, and that Congress could pass a law denying it to them. 
But, he says, I know of no remotely plausible legal theory under which the president has the power to decide birthright citizenship rules by executive order. Um, no one except the Trump White House thinks it's a matter of executive discretion, Smith told Politico. Trump's announcement of this position a week before the election is clearly playing politics mm-hmm. with people's... Um, with people's civic status and lives in the worst possible way. <clears throat> the White House considered action on birthright citizenship a priority from the start of the administration, according to Jessica Vaughn, who's a policy director with the Restrictionist Center for Immigration Studies. But first, it needed to explore whether an executive order was feasible or preferable to legislation. The executive order idea surfaced publicly in July in an op-ed by Michael Anton, who was a former spokesman for the National Security Council, who left the Trump administration three months earlier. Anton wrote in July, an executive order could specify to federal agencies that children of non-citizens are not citizens. Such an order would, of course, immediately be challenged in the courts, but officers in all three branches of government, the president no less than judges, take similar oaths to defend the Constitution. Why shouldn't the president act to defend the clear meaning of the 14th Amendment? Which I think that's kind of the point. Like there's a quite to say defend the clear meaning. I think the whole point is that it, there were, there's debate because there isn't a clear meaning or people feel like the meaning is up for uh, interpretation. Um, So Anton, uh, who doesn't have a law degree, is a lecturer and research fellow at Hillsdale College, an institution with strong ties to the the conservative movement. His op-ed was widely criticized from both left and right, a rebuke that he wrote about in a subsequent blog post that blasted anti-Trump conservatives. Anton wrote in the blog post, I did not expect self-described, quote, conservatives to be just as hysterical as the left and to use precisely the same terms, nativist, xenophobe, bigot, Mm -hmm. racist, white nationalist, white supremacist. It's an ugly thing to hear and read the worst of these epithets from ostensible allies. The bipartisan legal consensus in favor of the current understanding of birthright citizenship would make a Trump challenge unlikely to succeed, according to Gerard Magliocca, a professor at Indiana University. If this ever, this is uh, Mr. Magliocca saying, if this ever did reach the Supreme Court, you would get probably eight or nine votes to say it's unconstitutional. The liberal wing of the court won't like it because they're not going to like something like this generally, but the conservative wing of the court that believes in following the original meaning of the Constitution cannot possibly look at that and say anything other than everyone born here is a citizen. The high court tackled birthright citizenship in 1898, and the case United States versus Wong Kim Ark, which addressed whether a child born to Chinese parents now living in the U.S. would automatically be a citizen. The case dealt with legal, immig- legal immigration. At the time, there were no federal immigration laws to designate someone an, as an undocumented ig- immigrant. Oh, I'm sorry, I my voice. But the justices ruled the San Francisco-born Wong Kim Ark was a citizen. Aside from Native Americans born on tribal lands, the Supreme Court excluded only two groups, children of foreign diplomats 
and children of enemy occupiers, according to Stephen Legomsky, former chief counsel for the U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services during the Obama administration. He wrote, I expect that even the current Supreme Court will find this to be too great a stretch. Um, a 2011 poll by the Pew Research Center found Republicans split on whether to bar children of undocumented immigrants from obtaining citizenship. And Trump's proposal, at least as it was reported this week, could apply to non-citizens in the country legally, too. I don't see this going anywhere, said Blackman, who's the professor from South Texas College. I see this mostly a way to rally support with the election coming up in a few days. Um, so yeah, it's, I don't, to me, I feel like, why is it even a debate whether this could be done by executive order? Like, isn't it really clear? Like, you're the history person. Isn't it pretty delineated what the things that have to happen by a move of Congress and the things that have to, that are allowed to happen by executive order? Yes. This is clearly out of his purview. In his authority. Um, <laughs> I love the expert. He, um, yeah, I am not, you know, once upon a time, I wanted to be a constitutional law person. Um, <laughs> and I wanted, my, my goal was to remove, um, what amendment was that? that I was like, it's so stupid. Like the, um, the quartering of soldiers now, which I can't remember which one that is. Was it three? See, now I don't even, I remember, so so much of an expert I am. Um, (laughs) Oh, God. I don't even know what you're talking about. It's so (laughs) removed, where the government has the right to quarter soldiers in your home during times of war. Oh, is that still on the books? Yeah. Um, so, (laughs) um, So, anyway, so, yeah, like, it's clearly... Okay, so like they were saying, like if you're a conservative application, you know, interpretist, sure. like this is totally like a no. And then if you're like liberal, then because you know because of what it stands for, you're you know a you're no. A so yeah, this is kind of like you said, like this is like not popular with anyone on any side of the aisle who you know kind of is you know interprets the constitution and its meaning okay like i'm not even against um because they're you know because i think he said we're the only country who does that which is just totally not true there are quite a few other countries that um have the it's called jus soli where if you're born um in a country you're automatically granted um citizenship so we're not the only country that does it we're not the only, like, industrialized, like, you know, kind of first world country that does it either. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I'm not necessarily against, you know, kind of altering it. But, like, it's not something he can do. So Right. I don't think that there's a problem with the discussion about altering it. Because I do think that there's a sense in which it is a, um, and I know that there's an argument to be made here in either way. But I feel right. like it is, like, it does incentivize um getting here you know like and i don't the the other article that i'm not going to read but that i was referring to from cbs news talks about kind of the like idea of you know how many people are actually um how many people actually do show up just for the um sake of having their children here um and um 
and that 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 it's really not that great a number that there really are but that ultimately people do um are incentivized to get here and stay here so that when they do have children that those children are are citizens right like but it's not a lot of people aren't coming you know the people that he's thinking of most of them are not coming here to just have babies or american that's kind of like the like you said like the benefit they're fleeing terrible situations in their country and like the people like his family when they immigrated here um mm-hmm. and other you know europeans who immigrated here um earlier looking for a better way of life so mm-hmm. um so yeah so that just like makes me angry that he's using that but have you ever read have you read those articles about um the the um this business where they are intentionally um there's a service like it's very popular yeah, yeah, the it's called vacation women. the vacation um yeah. i just i'm trying to like i'm actually looking at the article that i re- referenced because it's in here the the term for it but yeah when people actually it's called um tr- like um citizens citizenship tourism or something like that yeah so like there are women like it's like very big apparently you know for in russian countries mm-hmm. for women to like spend thousands of dollars come here mm-hmm. have these babies and they're american citizens and so i'm just like mm-hmm. you know that's a thing that happens that's a problem not, that's a problem and he's not but he's not talking about those people he's not talking about and that's those people problem. for sure like, right that, that, is, is, a that is a problem <laughs> yeah that is a problem yeah so like that's you know that you know like so yeah like they said like it's infuriating he's getting everybody riled up you know on both sides so hopefully all that to say go vote if you haven't already go vote (laughs) um because yeah like as soon as he does that it's gonna get like challenged right away just like the 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 muslim ban like he it's called birth tourism birth for them yeah he he yeah. you know he hangs around with despots so much that he th- thinks that he can you know this is not trump organization you cannot make these unilateral you know this is not a dictatorship like you just can't run this country you know, yeah, as your little kingdom yeah. so yeah like you know you can't do what those other guys do like there's systems here dude like there's yeah. things put in place so again thank god um yeah, oh, it's just so annoying. Just can't. He is annoying. Um, yeah, it's really just again, like I, I, I think I totally agree with you. I think that there's definite room to revisit this whole concept. Yeah, because um, I'm not but opposed it needs... to like what some European countries where like one of your parents needs to be right a citizen, and there's some like provisions um, in the. Um, God, there is a law that kind of puts some um, limitations on that. I can't, you know, like if the parent is a minor, like there's some, like some other like mm-hmm. legislation, but yeah, like I'm not opposed to that. Yeah, no, because it, again, like it, it does make sense for there to be some more, some more of an actual familial anchor than just you know like again like i said this the way that it is now like you literally could be vacationing here or or whatever and not not have any association 
with the United States at all and have a baby here and then and that baby is now a US citizen like forever like for the rest of their lives they're entitled to everything that a citizen is entitled to yeah um, like if I go have a baby in Spain my baby is not Spanish you know what I mean like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, Spain they try to keep that baby baby back yeah. where it came from <laughs> yeah take that baby back to America where it belongs <laughs> don't you bring that baby over here uh <laughs> You better, you better go back and take that baby with take you. Take that baby with you. Don't come over here trying to let that baby vote Mm-mm. on our Spanish stuff. Yeah, Catalan. Uh, <laughs> yes, they're anti Catalan. Right. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, I think it makes total sense. But just this idea that you know, this again, like you said, sort of this uh, executive order idea is is just stupid. And to say that what to say that what's written there isn't what's written there is ridiculous to me because even this whole argument about that one little phrase and subject to the jurisdiction thereof to me has nothing to do with it's not that's not to me that's not saying anything other than you're it says all persons born or naturalized in the United States and then it's comma and subject to the jurisdiction thereof which just means like you're subject to the jurisdiction of the United States, which uh, to me, that's the part that includes things like um, military bases and other like, you know, other like, um, cause you know, it's like a military base is considered us soil mm-hmm. abroad and just like other um, um, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of the word property, but that's not what it is. It's other, um, like a child of an American diplomat who's in another right country. somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you're the, you're in the, the you're the, the or like yeah. Like if you're born born in an American embassy, right? Or whatever, that's you're like, American soul. You're, the soil. jurisdiction yeah. thereof. Like that's what that is. Like it's not something referring to unless somebody else. I mean, the way that it was kind of being argued in this article is that subject to the jurisdiction thereof means subject to somebody else changing their mind and saying that you're not. <laughs> That's not what that's not what that's not what it says at all. You know, there you know, so and then and then if you take if you just you know again, because that is a parent um not parenthetical, but it's set off by commas. If you read it straight through, um just lifting that out, it says all persons born or naturalized in the United States are citizens of the United States and of the state wherein they reside. And so like there's not really like any like this that might it's not one of those of, black and white it's not one of those gray area type of the things. things in the yeah. constitution that seems so like clear like the amendments are pretty straightforward for the most part so i'm just like by and large yeah by and large like pretty clear so i don't understand yeah yeah and clearly if you know you know anything about the origin of the 14th amendment it's that's kind of you know okay do you want to speak to the origin i'm gonna assume that our listening audience are aware (laughs) that the 14th amendment was one of those post-civil war Mm -hmm. amendments 13 Mm -hmm. 14 15 Mm -hmm. so yeah so yeah so the spirit of that is yeah if you're born here you're a citizen so i don't yeah no matter where you came from you're wherever now. or where you were brought from where you were brought from where you were forcibly forced, forced to removed. come from yes. yes 
Yeah. You here now. You're you here now. You're a citizen. And so are your children. And so are your children. So, you know, to um, that man, it, um, yeah, stop. <laughs> Just stop. <sighs> Just cut it out. Oh, cut it out. Okay, go on. I can't. I Please know. tell me the next story isn't involved with him. It's, it's, it's not involved light. with him, but it's not any better. It's just an update on the very sad and tragic event in Pittsburgh this past weekend. Oh, Jesus. I know. There's not, I told listen, you there's you, not a lot of th- the things in the news. I told you you have to, like, make this one a little lighter because when I you go from, like, the Pittsburgh incident into my viral box, it's ridiculous. I'm sorry. I did the, I oh, did them in the Jesus. wrong order. Yeah, you did. Okay, <laughs> go on. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> That's right. You said it, sister. All right. Okay. Um, this is quick, though. Just um, as you're a- well aware, everyone is well aware. Um, so, I, again, also have two articles on this because there's the overall story and then just the update from today. Um, Robert Bowers is accused of shooting... I'm sorry, is accused of shouting anti-Semitic epithets during the Pittsburgh synagogue shooting. Neighbors describe the 46-year-old as, quote, unremarkably normal. The man accused... (laughs) The (laughs) The man accused in the shooting rampage at a Pittsburgh synagogue that left 11 people dead has been indicted on 44 criminal counts, including hate crimes, as of yesterday. Robert Bowers, 46, which is crazy to me, like... 46 years old I'm like you're a year older than me like I'm really trying to like wrap my mind around somebody who's like I could have gone to high school if you know um Robert Bowers has a preliminary hearing um which was today I thought today, he looked much older than that he does he does look much older he's he's okay. a little he's a little um you know when you're uh like a little overweight like you look older he has a little bit of well jo- that's not that doesn't that's not how it works for me oh Jesus <laughs> Yes, we know. Everyone thinks everyone's carding you left and right. Yes, that's how it is. Um, With a straight hair, not so much, but go on. With straight hair, does does uh, it's a more more mature look. Mature look, yeah, yeah. Um, So um, and then so he this so I have an an article from yesterday and today. The hearing, the preliminary hearing was today, and um, it's the. Today's headline is he, um, Robert Bowers, pleads not guilty to federal hate crime charges. Mm-hmm. Um, he was flanked by two U.S. Marshals as he entered a courtroom. Um, and um, it says, wearing red prison scrubs, a bandage on his left arm, and shackles on his hands and feet. Um, a grand jury on Wednesday indicted him again for the 44 counts with um, murder, hate crime, obstructing the practice of religion and other charges. And in his court appearance uh, today, Thursday, he requested a trial by jury. Uh, Prosecutors say Bowers entered the Tree of Life Synagogue during services on Saturday morning with multiple firearms, including um, a Glock 350. 357 caliber handgun and a Colt AR-15 rifle made statements expressing his desire to quote kill Jews as he stalked his victims. He had a history of posting conspiracy theories about Jews and threatening Jewish communities online. 
He was flanked by two U.S. Marshals as he entered the federal courtroom Thursday. Um, and um, he was largely emotionless, even when informed he could face a death penalty. Governor, government officials estimate the case could last about a month or longer if it becomes a capital case. Bowers faces a possible death sentence or life in prison. Um, sadly, funerals for the 11 victims began this past Tuesday. Um, and on that same day, um, the president and his wife and daughter and son-in-law um, attended memorials for the victims and visited the synagogue. Um, just um, of the ones that were the victims that were laid to rest um, this week um, or earlier this week were Melvin Wax, 87, Irvin Younger, 69, Joyce Feinberg, 75, um, but there will be a week-long um, series of services for the 11 who died. Um, so, yeah, just um, crazy. Just crazy. It's so sad. Um, and this is, it's interesting that he's pleading. I mean, like, he's pleading guilt, not guilty to federal hate crimes. For the hate crimes, but the murder. Which, right, well, like, one like okay clearly you like everyone saw you like you were caught like in the act of doing this it's not like a question of whether or not you did this so you are guilty and two there's like all these witnesses and your own like social media posts that are all about like your anti-semitic garbage you know like i just right it's, so it's like under what like you know it's i you know it's clearly a hate crime in terms of what the definition of a hate crime, hate crime is, like, is you know so i mean to me like i feel like obviously like all, crimes, all crime is a hate crime all crime is a hate crime um but when you're walking in saying you know like you know he whatever anti-semitic epithets he was hurling as he's shooting and hunting down people in the synagogue like of, clearly this is a hate crime like clearly like you targeted this specific place because of these specific people that you specifically take issue with right um so yeah i'm not understanding the not guilty <sighs> like where is that what is, like uh, i mean again he's obviously not right in the head um but how you get how you get to <clears throat> not guilty from where he started is I don't understand uh, but I, again I don't understand any of this it's just terrible no um no. just so awful, yeah awful stuff. just awful awful stuff I mean and there's been a lot I mean last week um there's just been a lot of crap going on you know like last week I was gonna cover the crazy uh, pipe bombs all over the place, you know? Yeah. Um, and then just a few days later, this happened. And, you know, like, um, it's just, um, it's been... You know, I wasn't alive in the 60s, but I was like, it feels like, you know, things that I never thought would happen, you know, with such frequency. Well, I think we're just as... And, you know, we've been talking about this um, for a while now in terms of how divided we are as a country. And I do feel like that you're right. Like, you know, that the 60s were probably the last time that there was this level of <clears throat> division um, and just people feel so polarized. And I think 
I, I, and I think it's for similar reasons. I think that in the same way that, um, you know, there's when you look back historically, how the televising of the Vietnam War and just even just the televising of like presidential debates and all of that, like made America like a more like just the citizenship at large, like more involved, more aware, more like, you know, taking sides one way or another. Um, I think that, you know, today we have, you know, social media doing the same thing um and and driving it you know like really driving the the polarity um yeah and so um so it's just you know there's just a whole lot going on and it's um <clears throat> very disconcerting but i it, but it does lead me to wonder like is it you know how much you know it's hard to know how much of it is genuine um how or like how would it be you know if it weren't so fueled you know what i mean like Right. That's, I think that's the question that I ask myself is like, what, to what degree is it genuine um, when it's so driven by other factors as well, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's my, that's how I'm ending one of philosophical reflection question. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's think about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you for that. I feel. Do you feel informed? I do. I absolutely do. Um, I try. So, okay, so I'm going to discuss a couple of things. So, sorry, y'all. Y'all got a short episode. Y'all gonna buckle up. Okay, so (laughs) (laughs) the viral box that I was going to share last week uh, was about the Will Smith challenge. Did you hear about that? No, I don't know what that is. Okay, so Will Smith was on Red Table Talk. That's Jada's, um, like, online show or whatever. Mm -hmm. Okay, and he shared how they started dating. (laughs) I did see that video. Okay. so that clip. Yeah, so he said, you know, he went to sign his divorce papers. He's in the car. He called her and was like, hey, Jada, what's up? This Will. And I said, are you seeing anybody? And she said, uh no and I said cool you're seeing me now and Jada said and my dumb ass was like okay so <laughs> there was right. a whole thing on social media <laughs> where some um person I can't like I have the screenshot before now I don't have it um some person suggested that people try that out with their crush and so oh, that's funny yeah so there were a bunch of people so people um did it and screenshot it and shared on social media and it was hilarious. So um So are they like text messaging it? Yeah. So they're like, okay. Hey, like, um, are you seeing anybody? And some people, it was kind of like they shot their shot and people are like, No. And it's like we see each other. It's like, all right, cool. Yay. So like there's some <laughs> that some people are like, oh <laughs> I just wanted to ask you out. So yeah, so okay. So but some not so much like, um, yes. And they're like and some people are like what are you talking about <laughs> what is happening right now and then some people of course had already heard about it and they're like nope stop cut it out so yeah oh, so, that's really funny so if you want to see that um hashtag will smith challenge you can see some okay. of the hilarity that ensued um, well i mean it's 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 a pretty like if you happen to like um 
yeah, like, I mean, in their situation, like, if you happen to, like, catch the person who's kind of feeling you anyway, like, mm-hmm. it's kind yeah. of, like, perfect. Yeah. Like, cool. <clears throat> just kind of stepping out there, just like, hey, let's, let's do this. So, um, of course, this week, the viral thing is Nikki and Cardi. They're still going oh, at it. She's, I thought we said uh, we weren't going to talk about that. That's what anymore. I said. But I'm not going into it. Okay. Because they're barred. Okay. Um, so, barred. Yeah, that was a big thing. So instead, I'm going to talk about uh, 50 Cent and Ja Rule. Did you hear about this? No. <laughs> okay, can we just say that does not feel like an improvement at all? It's not, but it's so funny because it's no secret that 50 Cent is petty. Oh, God, okay. And, you know, he is so rich now from vitamin water and all of his other investments. And I am mad. Yeah, that, you know, he spends a lot of his time on the internet trolling people and um, making comments and just being annoying as hell. So um, he's at it again. So apparently he's been in a feud with Ja Rule now for ages. Uh, Maybe I knew this 15 years ago. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe Over I knew about this feud. Yeah, I knew about <laughs> this. this but right I was now, apparently, all the blogs and news sites are telling me that they've been in this feud for a long time. <sighs> I don't remember that. So, um, anyway, this past weekend, um, 50 Cent um, took to Instagram and revealed that he bought 200 tickets to Ja Rule's show for the sole purpose of leaving those seats empty. <laughs> because I'm sure he didn't find out himself that a Ja Rule concert was being advertised or tickets uh, were being sold on Groupon for $15. Oh, uh, not on Groupon, Ja Rule. Yes, I know. Well, <laughs> again, so 50 Cent went on Groupon or had somebody go on Groupon, apparently. Uh, I don't know. You know. He went on Groupon himself. He ain't got nothing better to do. He ain't got nothing better to do. And so his thing said... Um, <laughs> LOL at $15 a pop you can't lose I got 200 tickets for three bands Um, so yeah I was like oh he's such a horrible person and then he um, yeah so that's what he wrote under a breaking news thing that had a picture of him and Ja Rule and they says 50 Cent buys 200 front row seats to Ja Rule concert off Groupon so it will be empty. Um, that is then, so funny. Then he put a picture of like Ja Rule and Ashante who he talked about a little while earlier because she had to cancel a concert because only like 25 tickets were sold or something so he had talked about her a little while back. Um, and then he has a picture of like her and Ja, her and ja Rule, and then like a concert with a bunch of empty seats. And then he said, "LOL, damn boy, you put on a hell of a show." Um, and then he put another picture of him, like and it's like he um, kind of what do you call it? Like photoshopped himself into a crowd of people where there's a bunch of empty seats. And then he said, what a show. 
I mean, just <laughs> effing great. Do it again. My kid went to the restroom. LOL. So, oh, my God. Now, wait. What? <laughs> why, though? Like, why are they in a long time feud? Like, I told you. I don't know. Maybe I knew 15 years ago. I don't know anymore. I don't, maybe, do maybe they I even knew. know? Do they know why they're beefing? <laughs> I don't know. They're the same. They're like, back then, they were like this same thing i have no idea um oh, i think ja Rule came is... out first then 50 came out so i don't know well for sure ja Rule came out first but yeah i mean it's 15 years is a long time to keep up some beef and it's <laughs> it's just there's gotta be a good reason i don't think there i don't think he needs a good reason <laughs> other than it's funny to him like it made I mean, you this, laugh it, it made a hysterical. bunch of people laugh so it is hysterical. You, you're rich. Spending three. I'm like, Ja Rule getting that money. So, like, I'm fine. So, I'm like, thank you. Thank you, 50, for, um, you know, helping me sell those tickets. And so, Ja Rule later tweeted, I get under at 50 cent skin. Dot, dot, dot. I love it. Hashtag icon. And he spelled icon, I C O N N. Um, I don't know if that was intentional. I C O N N. Yeah. Why the extra N? I don't know. Oh, God I hope grief. he knows how to spell icon. <laughs> I'm not so sure. <laughs> right. We have questions. Oh, yeah. Ja Rule, can you spell? I don't know. So yeah, that is it. So there's been more back and forth, but you know that's not important. That the most important thing was that, which was. I'm sorry, that was funny. I laughed. Oh, that is <laughs> so funny. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for that. You're welcome. I try. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So the other thing. Okay. So I said I wasn't going to bar, you know, the bar Nicki Minaj, but I have to tell you this story because oh it's perfect. And it was another story from last week. Okay. Wait, tell me everything. So mm-hmm. Tracy Chapman is suing Nicki Minaj. You hear about this? Wait, 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 wait. Fast car? Yes. Tracy Chapman. Yes. She has a fast car. Yes. Is suing Nicki Minaj. Yes. Okay, please, please tell me everything. <laughs> okay. So a while back. Nicki Minaj posted on her um, Instagram, whatever, before Queen, which is her new album that came out mm-hmm. um, in August, saying that her album release is being held up because she's trying to get clearance uh, for a sample of a Tracy Chapman song, sorry, for one of her songs on her album. Um no, it was Tracy Chapman's song was Baby Can I Hold You. And okay. Nicki Minaj is, is sorry. And okay. so she was telling people, since she wrote on her own Instagram, Sis said no. And how like, they were trying to get in touch with her people. And then like Sis said no, so we don't know what we're going to do. Blah, blah, blah. So it had all these people, like all her barbs, um, trying to, you know, threatening and adding Tracy Chapman who is actually not on social media but some person who had like the Tracy Chapman fan site 
And so, like, sending all, you know, all these, like, teenagers sending a bunch of mean things to Tracy Chapman. So, it's like... Okay, I vaguely remember this. Okay. We talked about this. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. That, that was that. Okay, so... Um, the suit was brought uh, about the song that came out in... The release was released in June. She denied their... No, they re- started reaching out in June. She denied their request. Um... And sorry, it wasn't included on her album that was released in August. However, Nicki Minaj provided a copy of the song to, um, I think, DJ Flex, a Hot 97 in New York. Okay. And he released the song and played it on air in his social media channels. Um, oh. Yeah. So she's kind of saying, I think that she didn't, um, you know, release it. It's not on her um, album. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. like, clearly, how did he, you know? Well, get clearly, the song? she had to give. It, yeah, she had to give it to somebody. Somebody in, to be in out. her camp had to give it to right. him. So she's ultimately responsible. And people like leak stuff all the time. So don't play naive. And then sure. apparently she deleted now that tweet talking about whether she should keep it on the album or not mm-hmm. after they didn't get approval. So now that's deleted. And so, you know, there's talk about, oh, she didn't make any money from it, but like that's not what copyright infringement is. It's using someone's protected work without permission. So it doesn't really right. necessarily have anything to do with if you um, if you profit, profit from it. From it or it not. doesn't because you can't even play... <clears throat> you can't even play a few seconds of somebody's songs. Like there's this misconception that like, Oh, you know, like there are people think like for podcasts or whatever. Cause I looked it up. Um, like you, you know, like there's like kind of this urban legend almost that like, Oh, well, if you only play, you know, 15 seconds or 20 seconds or whatever. And it's, that's not true. Like you can't play any part of any copyrighted material at all. No, uh, people whether, do it, especially on podcasts. They do it all the time. Because so People podcasts, do it, but yeah, you're not supposed to. And they just like, no, no one's going to care enough about them to right. like do anything. But like, it's against the law. You're not supposed to do it. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's like her, it's hers. And I'm sorry, if I was Tracy Chapman, can you imagine? <sighs> I mean, it's also just like by association kind of a thing, right? Like I don't want to be associated with you. That's I don't what want I was my... talking about. I was like, I am Tracy Chapman, right. folk singer, yeah, artist, like songwriter, <laughs> like, right? Like real, yellow, real talent, yeah, icon, legend. Like really, like no, no, thank you. No, no, thank you. No, thank so, you. So yeah. That's so yeah, crazy. so I'll be keeping tabs on that to see how that goes. Yeah, that's 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 interesting, but it's it's just stupid. Just you know, she said no. She said no. She just said no, and that should be <laughs> the end of it. That should have been the end of it, really. Okay. And and the dumb thing is, like, shouldn't you get permission to use something first and then write the song? That well, like then produce it. Well, no, a lot of rappers, like, get beats. Some of them don't even know where the beats came from, like the artists, because the producers, like, just provide beats. So, like uh-huh. I said, sometimes they don't even know, and they do a song, and then they struggle backwards in terms of getting permission after, because mm-hmm. that's something that the um, 
Okay. Record labels usually tend to do the legal sure. stuff. Right. Okay. So, no. No. Okay. <laughs> she say so. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm an expert on music production. Mm-hmm. That and Apparently. constitutional law. Yep. <laughs> it's all here in this podcast. It's all here. Yep. I'm such yep. a freaking expert. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh... <laughs> okay so the last thing it's like a little i'm not talking about anything else um little serious um poet novelist and playwright intozaki shange passed away um Mm -hmm. this past saturday Mm -hmm. Um, most people know her for her choreo poem for color girls who have considered suicide when the rainbow is enough Mm -hmm. Um, so she suffered multiple strokes in the past few years and apparently was recovering and, you know, working again, but she died in her sleep Saturday morning and she was in an assisted living facility in, um, Maryland. So, uh, Mm -hmm. I just wanted to How old is she? 70. Okay. You know, I don't think I realized how old she was. In my mind, I think I had her, like... Like, you know, solidified at, like, a certain age, you know? Yeah, because, like, it was on Broadway. For Color Girls, it was on Broadway the year I was born. Right. Yeah, no, so I know. 76, just, so, yeah. yeah it's, it's just crazy. And it's kind of funny, like, I discovered For Color Girls when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was on, like, speech team and all that kind of stuff. And, like, everyone had, like, a monologue from it. And <laughs> it was, like, the thing. And, like, you got kind of identified with, like, one. Like, I always, like, with, like um, the woman in brown. And she's how she had that whole um, thing about the library mm-hmm. and learning about Haiti and Tucson. And, and I was, like, oh, my God. Like, that was, like, me. That was, like, that was that, I was that little girl. So it was just kind mm-hmm. of um interesting and then there was like a joke when we were when I was at Spellman that um you couldn't get into Spellman unless you were able to recite at least a portion <laughs> of for color girls <laughs> oh that is really funny yeah so funny because it's true it's funny because <laughs> it's true and I was like well there's one of those you know lists of like yeah yeah you might need a Spellman if you yeah and so, like, I posted one thing that she, um, one of her quotes um, on, on my social media. And she said, when I die, I will, not, I will not be guilty of having left a generation of girls behind thinking that anyone can tend to their emotional health other than themselves. And so I thought mm. that was, um, like, a powerful thing. And I think that that's what that did for mm. a lot of us. In mm-hmm. terms of like, yeah, thinking about like your own like self preservation and doing things kind of for your benefit instead of you know I think like black women we're so giving and so mm-hmm. like nurturers and we think about everybody else before ourselves and sometimes you need to step back mm-hmm. and tend to yourself. So I was like, I think that's that was great. And just one more thing, I just want to. Uh, I'm sorry. I was like, yeah, this is like, I was like, oh just made me sad um just a little bit of apart from for color girls wait wait a minute come on no don't do that see this is just i had it here all the time 
And now your, your technology is not collaborating. It's failing me. Stop <laughs> it. No. So, see, the thing is, I should know this by heart. But... Oh, again. <laughs> yeah, again. You're not stepping up. Nope, I'm not. Okay, so somebody, anybody, sing a black girl song. Bring her out to know herself, to know you. But sing her rhythms, caring, struggle, hard times. Sing her song of life. She's been dead so long, closed in silence so long. She doesn't know the sound of her own voice. Her infinite beauty. She's half notes scattered without rhythm. No tune. Sing her sighs. Sing the song of her possibilities. Sing a righteous gospel. Let her be born. Let her be born and handled warmly. So, yeah. So, thank you for those words and for empowering and encouraging generations of little black girls and hopefully that will continue her words live on thank you amen thank you yeah that is good stuff rest in peace yeah um very good yeah so that is it for my everything that's that's again that's everything for today i just wanted to end on that and um let's get personal shall we shall we yeah let's let's we shall mm-hmm. um okay so for me um the highlight of my week since last we spoke was having attended with my sister the final probably ever north american show by one mr phil Collins. So, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. That is the song I always think of first. Oh my God. I love that song. And he sang it and it was terrific. Um, yeah. It was so good. Um, so, yeah, we, uh, you know, we, as I've mentioned before, my sister and I are on a big uh, concert tour yeah. and, um, of all the old men. And uh-huh. <laughs> they're not dead yet, tour. Yeah. One last our, go. <laughs> yeah, and, and what's really funny is Phil Collins' actual name of his, his tour is Not Dead Yet. Oh, God. And, okay, uh, I didn't know that. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. And um, and he's just extraordinary. Like, it really was, like, watching just, like, a legend. Um, and um, because he's 67 years old. Can you hear the colonel whining? He's whining. Mm. Um, he's, um, he's 67 years old. He's had... Um, um, I was reading about kind of like what he's been through because I was I was like I knew that he was ailing but I wasn't sure why so he's had like multiple back surgeries for like a back injury that he 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 um he had that he's needed like you know like most um, back injuries you have to go and have like you know more than just one surgery and as a result of one of actually has like a drop foot you know, where his, you know, one foot's shorter than the other, mm-hmm. um, or one leg. And so he has to walk with a cane. Um, so he's got like all this stuff going on. And because of that, he can't stand for very long. So he actually does his entire concert from a seated position. And, um, and so like, you know, like he's got, and he's also like, I think one of in like in Britain, I think he's one of the like top 20 wealthiest men in Britain or whatever, you know? Okay. So he doesn't have to be on tour. Like, he doesn't need 
to be, you know, like, so, but he's just out there doing his thing. And, and he loves, this is like something he loves to do. So that's the kind of the, you know. Yeah, it was just amazing. Like, it was just like, he was, he's so good. He sounds great. Um, and, um, and he got out there and it was almost like, it was right at like the two and a half hour mark, straight through every song, <laughs> like every song pretty much that you could like think of that's ever been a hit of his, plus like a bunch of other songs, you know, some that you know, some that you didn't know, some, you know, like, I mean, he did even the one from like Tarzan and like, I mean, he's like, he did everything. Wow. It was crazy like and it was so good and then um he um he has um one of his sons is a drummer now you know and he's known for his drumming um as well um and uh, a phenomenal drummer like he they did an this eight and a half minute percussion set which was mostly like his son, like solo on drums for like, like the first like full four minutes of it. It mm. was insane. Like I put the video on Facebook because I was like, anyone who likes like percussion at all, like it was like, you know, it was like right. some Sheila E type stuff. Like, oh my gosh, like, so good. Yeah, but it was like that. Like, it was like eight and a half minutes straight of just, like, drumming and percussion. And then he joined in on the uh, drum pads at one point. Okay. Um, and um, so that was really sweet to, like, see, you know, his son kind of carrying on the, like, drumming tradition. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, he did a couple of Genesis songs. And, I mean, it was – and it was packed. It was sold out. And every seat was taken, like the entire, I mean, the whole place was full. Wow. And we knew that we were catching, we knew that this is his final tour, like he'd said as much, but we didn't realize until we got there that the show that we were attending was actually the last one in, in North America, period, that he's, you know, that he's, that he's done. So wow. we were like, really like, oh my gosh, we like, this is his like last show that he'll yeah. ever do in the States and, you know, whatever. So, um, so that was pretty awesome. Um, cool. Yeah, it was very cool. It was fun. And, um, we had a good time. We really, really liked it. And, um, so we have, um, we have one more in our concert series. It's not till January, though, and that will be Sir Elton John. Wonderful. So super excited about all of these things. Um, but yeah, it was a good it was a good weekend. And my sister was actually here the whole weekend. She came Saturday and stayed, you know, till Monday. Ah, ah, sorry. Oh, geez. I'm, there was the colonel was. Um, being bad sorry um the um <laughs> they, they just totally threw me off what was i saying oh my sister was here saturday yeah. and sunday and she so she spent two nights you know so we kind of had kind of like a girls weekend uh which was fun and um yeah so that was good and um that's you know that's pretty much it like that was that was i mean that was a, a pretty the, that was a, a pretty big highlight um and okay. um looking forward to maybe this weekend catching there's a bunch of stuff out in movie theaters that i have not um gotten out, gotten out to see yet so i feel like i want to 
maybe do a little movie catching up this weekend at some point. We'll see. Okay. I can't remember the last movie I saw. It's so horrible. And probably now the next movie I'll see will probably be Creed. So, or Fantastic <laughs> Beasts, which comes yes. out this month. So later this month. So yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? So it's me. Um, like we already talked about my truck or treat fun with the kitties. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say um, another thing that happened. I decided to wear a witch's hat. Um, oh, okay. Cute little sequins. And um, it was pretty warm, humid outside. <laughs> and I took the hat off. Oh, and, no. And... Um, yeah, so mm. that is it for the straight hair. <laughs> <laughs> I knew exactly where that was going. <laughs> so it was like the front was still straight, but the mm-hmm. back was like, nope. So yeah, so today was an interesting day because I um, met someone um, for, um, we'll talk about that later too, um, for like kind of coffee this morning. And I literally was like, oh, my God, I have to wash my hair because I can't go out like this. But Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't have my, like, curly products. So I was like, oh, I have, like, caught out there without. So I, like, washed and conditioned my hair and put in, like, leave-in spray conditioner Um. and just went out in the world. And it was cute when I left home. (laughs) And how long did it stay cute? A couple hours. Okay. And okay, that's not until it dried. Until and, right, until all the moisture got sucked out. Yeah, and then I would catch myself at because I went to the office. I didn't have any clients that I met today, but um, went in, you know, like after, like went into the office, and I would catch myself, like you know, because there's glass everywhere in the office. And I'd be like, oh, my Lord. <laughs> I look like a wild woman. <gasps> and uh, my mom would say, girl, what's going on? I look like a wild woman. So, um, yeah. So, yes, in the morning, I'm going to have to do this all over again with <sighs> product. Product. And then product is, oh, my God. Oh, thank you, Lord, like, for product. Yes, because, like, the curls were fine this morning and doing And now it's just this dry mess it's a mess yeah so i was like okay yes we can't go Mm. out in the world like that anymore so so that's that and so yeah i don't i don't know me and the straight hair we we have to we have to have some discussions i don't know because it was like raining cats and dogs too today so i was like it would have been over today anyway well Um, i mean it's really hard out there with that one i mean okay so i i've never had my hair relaxed but Mm. I would imagine if I wanted to wear it straight in like that kind of weather, isn't that like the kind of easiest alternative, even though it's really bad for your hair? It is. And that's why I got to relax when I first came out here, because of course I came from California with my press and curl and came out here and they were like, "Um, nope. So I got to relax and all (laughs) that kind of stuff. And then I went natural because I was like, "Um, I can't do this forever. Right. And then, um, yeah, so I was talking to the hairstylist. She's like, oh, yeah, you know, this is, like, the best weather. And I was like, no, it's really not. It's really humid. And my hair, like, converts back. She's like, no, well, you know, you do this, you do that. And I was like, oh, okay, if you say so, girl. So it did last 
longer than you thought it would yeah but it was like a struggle I was holding on for dear life and um and then I was sick too so I was like in the bed right yeah you're just on it yeah so that wasn't great but yeah girl I was like uh uh-uh, California is the best place for the flat iron pressing curls. Like, right. yeah, I did not have to relax my hair when I was growing up because you yeah, press it, it lasts for a week. So I was like, no, girl. Right. Um, so, yeah, so that is that. So, yeah, the poof will be back because, yeah, um, for at least for a little while. Okay. Figure out something else. I mean, um, I'm a big fan of the poof. I've always liked your hair natural. Yeah. So. Yeah, I do too. It's much easier to maintain. Because <laughs> it's like it's like me having to relearn skills that I haven't used in a long time. Well, I mean, yeah, I like again. I only keep my hair straight because I go to the hairdresser every Friday morning. Which again, mm-hmm. I will be there tomorrow morning at six in the morning. Um, but if you know, if I didn't have that weekly hair appointment, I would I would be wearing my hair curly just because straightening it is such a pain for myself. Yeah, like I like I can't. Like in co- like through college, I would um, blow dry my hair straight. But one, I had what well, I had nothing better to do. What was I doing in college? You know, like <laughs> I had nothing but time and opportunity to sit around for two hours trying to straighten my hair. Um, and yeah, those um, things like yeah, you know. But now I'm like now well, I would not like I don't have that kind of time. Like and nor do I want to put in that level of effort. Thankfully, I have a well paying job, so I get my hair done every week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that was the thing like I would get up in the morning and I was like oh this wrap I was like oh no this is not working mm-hmm. so I was like okay I need to put in an additional 20 minutes mm-hmm. to like make sure the hair is somewhat doing something like mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. so yeah I was like and still just it was too much so I was like no I'm good yeah I'm, I'm good love so I'm like all right we'll see about that um couple of new po- i'm still undecided on the fence mm-hmm. couple of new podcasts i'm listening to oh do tell oh you, you think you told me go ahead yes so gladiator the era hernandez story uh, um have you started it no i haven't started it today like i was yeah i was focused on a bunch of other stuff today but okay. i did i did download the the two that you're gonna recommend so i'm gonna okay. start so yeah, so the spot Boston Globe Spotlight team it did a story on him, and they also did a, a podcast to accompany it. So fascinating. Awesome. Um, also, American Scandal, which I'm looking forward to. I think this is the second season, but I just started listening to it. So the first mm-hmm. one was about um, Balco, which had to do with all the um, synthetic steroids and the doping and mm-hmm. olympic sports and the uh, major league baseball so that was fascinating and then the new season is about elliot spitzer which is also mm-hmm. very interesting so all into those okay very good i'm very excited about both of these yes so yeah, um, yeah so okay so as i've told many people um you know, we have, you know, our friend Tanisha who's on the show. She'll, like, um, comment something that one of us, you know, mentioned on the show laughing or whatever. And I was like, did I say that? Or who said that? Because I don't <laughs> listen to this after we finish. Right. Like, literally, this is, like, basically our banter. Yeah. And 
you know, me saying stuff. And again, I don't want to be reminded about what I say. <laughs> so I don't really listen to this again. Um, and so I forget sometimes that there are other people listening to us. And it's just not us talking. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had coffee um, <laughs> with one of our loyal listeners. You did. Apparently. Um, Dina. Um, Hi, Dina. And so she mentioned, hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, She hey. mentioned something about, like, yeah, it's like, are you feeling better? You said it, like, on the podcast. And I was like, right. She's like, yeah, I listen to the podcast, <laughs> like, every week. And I was like, you do? She's like, yeah, like, the past two weeks, like, you weren't, like, really wet. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and I was like, well. I was like, I'm back, you know, like, I'm going to bring it this week, because I'm back. I'm like, bring yeah, it. I, yeah, she was, I was like, yeah, those kids, she's like, yeah, you said that your baby's got you sick, and I was like, oh my god, I don't feel it. She's like, that is and so oh, funny. the other thing that happened is when she got out of her car, she had, like, a Boston hat on, because she is from Boston, oh, and I was bro. like, Dina, come hey, on. don't do that, okay, well, let me tell you, and so she gets out of the car, and I was like, oh, really, Dina, like, really, with the right. Boston, it's like, it still hurts. <laughs> And so she would get inside and she's like, yeah, like you were talking about a million little things. And, you know, I watched that. I was like, oh, is this set in Boston? And you were like talking about you're like Boston. You're like, boo. Ugh. And I was like, I will see her. When I see her, what's That is <laughs> so like, funny. I cannot believe you. And I was like, I'm sorry. A little sensitive, you know, again, flowing into another oh, topic. Oh, it's still very fresh. Still very fresh. Still very too fresh. Soon, my, too soon. Too soon. My Dodgers lost the World mm, Series for the second so year in a row. So sad for you guys. Yeah. And, you know, like, I've made peace with it. Some people are very angry and are calling for people's heads. And I was like, we were never expected to get to the World Series again. The fact that we did is phenomenal because we did not have like the greatest season and like again mm-hmm. we were the clear underdogs the Red mm-hmm. Sox had an amazing season so in this case you know I'm not of the Ricky Bobby school of if you're not first you're last <laughs> um, I'm I'm proud. Like, we did a good job. So, yeah. I mean, it's a big deal to be your, like, what's it, the league? Is it your league champion if you? Yeah. Because it's two leagues, right? Yes. I, you know, American I don't know. and national. Yeah. yeah. We're national. So, yeah. National, yeah. yeah. Like, two, in two years, back to back. And we've, you know, like, won, like, the division a few times. So, like, we've done very well under Dave Roberts. I'm not calling for his head. He did make some missteps in, you know, in deciding, you know, making some, you know, whatever in the big games, the games that count. I guess, you know, this is the only game that counts. This mm-hmm. is the only series that counts. But, I mean, like, without him, we never – we hadn't gotten there in 30 years without right. him. So, and we had some amazing managers in the past and even more talented teams and still didn't make it that far. So, I'm like, right. stop it. Get over it. And, you know, like, even, like, the just camaraderie in the bullpen or whatever, I was like, I still am a big fan of Dave Roberts. So, there. Okay. Um, I said it. So, <laughs> yeah. So, after, you know, I'm going to get over it. So, no more Boston hate. Okay. All right. I'll after, take it back. Sorry, Dina. Yeah. Sorry, Dina, for 
the Boston hate, just a little, little fresh. And it was just, just Boston fresh. was like in everything, like everything I watched. I was like, why is Boston like the backdrop for every single TV show? <laughs> like, I don't understand. Every movie, it was like Boston. I was like, okay, you know what? I didn't even want to eat clam chowder this week. I was like, wow. No. wow. I was just kidding. <laughs> That's really funny, though. That's terrific. Yeah, so that's that's funny. So yes, people do listen to the podcast other than well, I Tanisha. don't even listen to the podcast. Yeah, other than Tanisha, I don't even listen. And my sister, and, uh, I, sh- I should I should add, my sister listens every week, and it's how she keeps up with me. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. That's like who is it? My aunt was like, that's how she keeps she that the podcast, but Facebook is how she keeps up with me and my. Oh, that's funny. She, she, she would do better like, to listen to the podcast. She'd get right, more information e. about you. Right. E.T. phone home. And oh, like, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, oh, my God. That is hilarious. So, yeah. So, yeah. your sister, Tanisha, mm-hmm. Dina. Okay. And um, <laughs> Woo-hoo. And, and Orlando. Nono. Orlando and Nono, who listens. Does Nono listen? <laughs> I don't know if he listens anymore. Nono but... doesn't listen. He did. I was like, oh. But now, he's just in the room while it's on. <laughs> No, she said he would like literally turn on the podcast. It turned oh me goodness. on. I was like, it listened to me. He loves me. He's so sweet. Yeah, oh he likes it. It says my name now. I was like, oh, so sweet. Yeah, Krish, Krish, Krish. The babies. Like, huh? Yeah, the babies. So sweet. And I'll be in with the God Girls most of next week. So that should be fun. Always texting always. me, asking when I'm coming back. So, I think maybe next week and try to get the um the Harry Potter talk with the God Girl. Oh, that's right, because she's for a little segment. Yeah, yeah, she... yeah. Let's see. Okay, okay your format that. Dogs. Can you hear him? Yes. Oh my gosh! First of all, let's just clarify with the listening audience. There's nothing wrong with this dog. He is. Um, he lives in the lap of luxury. He is well fed. He's gone for a nice long walk today. He has companionship and affection. So what you are hearing right now is just totally unnecessary and um, uncalled for. So do not call the the animal people on me. Um, he's fine. He just wants attention. You've been. This is. It's kind of like the Elvis. <sighs> Um, ready for a cookie? Yeah. He starts whining. <laughs> the podcast we listen to that kind of sparked my love of podcasts. Yeah. She kind of has it. her cat in it. So yeah. So yeah. this is basically him saying, "Colonel, it's like it's it's time, it's and time. it is time. It is time I need to go to bed, and I need to be in the office early in the morning." So I can get stuff done. <clears throat> yeah, and apparently he has something he needs me to do, but I'm not sure what it is. So I'll figure that out when I get off the phone with you. Okay. Lord, it's like having a child. Oh, my God. It's totally like having a child. Now he's all in my face. Yeah. we're do- There's a whole lot going on over here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's been fun. Yep. Glad to have Woo-hoo. you back. Yay! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, like when he dressed the kids up, like, um, no, no, was running through the house, waving his arm, going, Yay! <laughs> That's so cute. I cannot. Uh, oh my God. It was adorable. I was like, Where did you start doing that? He was like, Running through the house, like, 
goes back to my bed. That is terrific. (laughs) Now back to myself. So I am ready to rock with it. Yay! I'm so glad. Yes, because I was like a Debbie Downer. God. Oh my God, you were a disaster. I was. I really, (laughs) really was. Oh, and I was going to send you like a ramen place that we need to try and wear in New York. I'm down. That we haven't been to. All right. Let's do it. All right, girl. All right, girl. <laughs> stupid. I'll, I'll talk, talk to, to you later. later. All right. Bye. Bye. Wait Tell Me Everything is written and produced by Kristen and Andrea. Find all available listening platforms at anchor.fm forward slash wait tell me everything. Subscribe, rate, and review to help us get the word out and get social with us on our Facebook page or follow us on Twitter and IG at WaitTellMePod. Questions, feedback, or something you'd like us to tackle? Email us at WaitTellMeEverything at gmail.com.